Hi guys, and welcome back to the Convenient Counselor Podcast. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor. And my self-care this week includes congratulating myself on taking an actual break and also taking small breaks from unpacking as we just moved again. And I really hope that you're taking time for self-care this week as well. I am so excited to be back to recording, and I'm so glad you're listening today. I have lots of topics and ideas that I want to jump right into and talk about and explore a bit more, starting today with mental health during transitions. As I am currently living through a transition in my own life, it is very real and relevant how your mental health can be directly impacted by transitions whether they are expected, like a house move, like a new school year, like changes at a job, or maybe they're completely unexpected, like losing a job or suddenly having to work from home or something in your personal life, a relationship ending, a friendship kind of disappearing, something happening in your life that is a transition can impact your mental health on a daily basis. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we keep our mind healthy during seasons of transition? The nice thing about transition is it truly is defined as a period of change, meaning thankfully you will not always feel this way. You will not always feel like you're learning to walk for the first time (laughs) in a new situation. You won't always feel unsettled. You won't always feel like you are just making it day by day, even hour by hour at times. Some of you hear the word change and you get a little pep in your step. You get excited. You love the thought of change and something new, something fresh. Whereas others of you hear the word change and it can be like a gut punch. It can make you get kind of those nervous uh, sweats and your heart beats faster and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But regardless of where you are on the spectrum of reacting to change, we have all dealt with transitions. We've all dealt with change in our life, whether it's expected or unexpected. And it's important to know how to cope with that. So I came up with four things that I think can really help strengthen your mental health during seasons of transition. Number one, identify expectations. If you've listened to this podcast for very long, that is something that is a key theme throughout everything. Expectation and comparison to others can be the ultimate combo for any impact on your mental health, whether it be good or whether it be bad, healthy, unhealthy. You can have unhealthy expectations for yourself. Unhealthy comparison to others directly impacts you. You can have healthy expectations and healthy comparison to others And it also can impact you. So during a transition, you need to be aware of what expectations are there. Throwing it back to episode, I believe, two or three of this podcast, who or what is your measuring stick? How do you know if you're doing well in this transition? Your measuring stick can determine your expectations of how soon you should feel settled in a new transition. So for example, we just moved into the home that we built and we are loving it, but I'm not going to lie. There's been times where I'm like, I expected to feel settled a lot faster 
and maybe my expectations were completely unrealistic. We had friends over right after we moved in because they offered to bring food like good friends do. And I was so relieved and thankful when they talked about how when they built their home, it took them about three months to really feel settled and look around and be like, wow, this is a dream come true. This is awesome. I can't believe we got to do this. But my friends said the first couple weeks, even though they had built a brand new, wonderful home, believe it or not, in our new home, I missed our old littler one, (laughs) which is so funny to say, but she said it was the comfort that I was craving. It was the comfort of knowing where everything is, knowing where everything goes, having a routine. And that just gave me such good perspective on setting my own expectations for our family. And maybe that's something you need to implement in your life too. So when kids are going back to school, do you expect for everything to go smoothly the very first week? Or do you expect to have some meltdowns, both from the adults and from the kids? (laughs) And do you expect to not make plans during the first week, keeping lots of margin and area for things to kind of melt down as you transition into a new season for the fall? Maybe you even have unspoken expectations of a spouse, of your kids, of friends or family members, when you have expectations that, okay, I um, just had surgery and I'm transitioning back home to recover. And I expect my friends and family to bring me meals or to check on me regularly. And maybe they don't. While this can be disappointing, at least you have acknowledged and identified these expectations so that you can communicate it to your family and friends and ask for help, even if they don't offer it on their own. But knowing about unspoken expectations with a spouse. Sometimes this happens a lot. It happens in marriages where one spouse expects behavior or reactions to things of the other spouse without ever communicating it. So that is a recipe for discontentment, for resentment more than anything. And that can directly impact the health of your mind because you're carrying that around without communicating it. Identifying your expectations is number one. It's so important. Number two, find a trailblazer. I love this one because it requires you to employ the help of others. I want you to find someone who has walked through this transition before, who has been there and done that. (laughs) Finding someone in your life or online, we have the whole world at our fingertips, you can find someone who has been through a similar transition. Yes, there will be unique moments where maybe a betrayal or a heartache that no one else has gone through, but you can find something similar that someone has gone through and get words of advice from them or find behaviors or structure to model after. Think about new parents. As you're getting closer to this transition of becoming a parent, it's very easy to go online, to ask friends for resources to supplement and help this transition. Yes, everyone's experience is going to be unique, but you can find trailblazers a little bit ahead of you who have been down this path and cut a lot of the vines. Save yourself some time and find someone you'd like to model your own transition after. The second part of finding a trailblazer is that this helps you connect to someone who can make your transition season feel less lonely. Oftentimes, the biggest impact on mental health 
is that we think what we're going through, no one else has gone through. It's so isolating and depression and anxiety multiply in isolation. All mental health struggles multiply in isolation. So when you partner with someone or find or connect to someone, you don't even have to actually talk to them. (laughs) You can just find articles or blog entries or something online and find a trailblazer to help you feel connected and know that you're not alone in this season. Moving right along to number three, implement strategies. So you've identified your expectations, you've found a trailblazer, now you're going to Start using what you've learned, using what you've created, and implement it in your life. Maybe you found a new before or after school routine. Go ahead and start using it. This stage can be tiring because there's a lot of trial and error, and that's okay. The important thing is that you start practicing what you've learned, what you've experienced, what you've discussed with your family and those around you. Number three is implementing strategies, which can be tiring. (laughs) And that leads me to number four, which is give grace and celebrate small wins. Those two go hand in hand. If your expectations are high, cut them shorter. Lower the bar when possible. That's one of my mottos. I know it sounds really funny as a counselor. Our culture is all about raise the bar, go above and beyond, keep pushing forward. No, no slow down. (laughs) That is not how we were created. We were created for a purpose. God gives us lots of grace and specific talents, but you can't do all, all the things. You can do hard ones, but you can't do all of them. So giving yourself grace, lowering expectations, building in buffer anywhere possible. In a season of transition, it's just scientific fact, your brain is operating at a higher stress level because you do not feel familiar in this ground. That's your baseline, a little bit stressed all the time. So give yourself a lot of grace and white space and buffer, whatever you want to call it, margin, so that you aren't adding to the baseline of already being stressed. And then the second part of celebrating small wins Anytime you stick to a new strategy, you feel like something clicks, you feel at rest in this new season, celebrate. Celebrate in whatever way makes you feel you. Maybe it's a treat. Maybe it's something um, food related. Maybe it is going to see a movie. Maybe it's buying a new home decor item for your, maybe you move to a new house. Whatever it is, celebrating a small win as you give yourself lots of grace during a time that can be very stressful. Overall, transitions can be beneficial to our mental health as far as helping us learn something new, a new skill, a new location. Whether the transition was expected or not, you can take these steps to keep your mind healthy and provide much needed self-care in a new chapter of your life story. If you have any questions about today's topic, or you'd like to share stories about how you've made it through transitions and through a period of change, how your mental health may have been affected, I would love to hear them. You can contact me on social media at Brianna Leach LPC or at convenientcounselor.com. And I would love to connect. Thank you so much for listening today. 
I'm glad to be back. And as always, you've got this and I'm cheering you on. See you next week.